Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today's episode is episode number 96, so if you head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash 096, you'll get all the show notes to today's episode with Katrina Kale, also known as the eBay Queen from Reboot Retail, and we explore the differences between selling on Amazon versus selling on eBay here in Australia. Uh, as will soon become clear during our chat, I virtually know nothing about selling on eBay, so uh, I take the Amazon corner. Obviously, Kat knows everything about selling on eBay, so she explains how things work on Australia's biggest marketplace. Um, it's a really fun chat with lots of laughs as we educate each other about the ver- you know the pros and cons of each of the marketplaces, from reviews, sponsored advertising, fees, stores, eBay Plus, oh, heaps more. Anyway, so uh, a quick announcement. So next Thursday, it's the Amazon Digital Day, which is being held by Retail Global and sponsored by friends of the show, Payoneer. Uh, So to register for this whole day of selling on Amazon topics with Amazon's best, well, Australia's best Amazon sellers and experts, uh, just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash digital day. It's a free event. You'd be crazy to miss it. So that's next Thursday, the... 18th of June. Uh, so please don't forget to join the Australian Seller Facebook group. So head over to the australianseller.com forward slash Facebook and join our merry band of Amazon sellers over there. And of course, if you need some private coaching, uh, if you need a little bit of help with your Amazon business or you want some help with product research and tactics and techniques around all of that, just head over to the australianseller.com forward slash Chris. Anyway, enough from me. So let's get on to today's episode with Katrina Kale from Reboot Retail. <laughs> of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today, I am thrilled to welcome Katrina Kale, eBay Queen from Reboot Retail. Katrina, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on the show. Fantastic to have you here. Now, listen, you are an eBay expert. Can you tell me or tell us, how did you get to start selling on eBay? Well, let me see. Very, very long time ago, um, once upon a time, there was this lady that knew nothing about eBay, um, except that she'd only heard of eBay. And she had a friend um, who was actually on eBay before eBay even came to Australia. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't on eBay over in the US. Uh there was another site that she used to buy and sell on and then eBay actually overtook them. And so then she became an eBay member. And um, we were friends. She had five kids. I had two kids and we used to visit, like I used to go visit her and we'd hang out in her bedroom because that was the quietest spot. And um, we'd we'd, uh, buy and sell things on eBay and we formulated a a business plan together and our kids would just run riot throughout her house. (laughs) And that was like back in early 2001. (laughs) Wow. So that's 20 years ago, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Gosh. So you've been selling for almost 20 years on on eBay. 
Yeah. Yeah. In, in various different capacities, because there's a lot of different ways that you can sell on eBay. And um, eBay for me has never been about creating some multi-million dollar business. Mm-hmm. It's always just been about using eBay and the different types of ways that you can sell on eBay. Hang on. Let me get that frog in my throat. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you do that. Sorry. <laughs> you do that. Cause actually, can we just talk about some of the first things that you sold and those, you know, they just quickly touch on the different ways that you can sell on eBay. Some of the, the different ways I'll go into in a second, but uh, mm. when Shay and I were together, we, um, we used to, at first, uh, buy high-end jewellery on eBay. Mm. And uh, if, if somebody wasn't doing the right things, not using the right item titles, right photos, you could actually get a lot of those high-end jewellery items for an absolute song. And then we could on sell them at a profit because we were doing the right things and we sold them properly. That's really back, smart. Yeah, well, back in those days, it was uh, an auction um, process. Um, and I'm sorry the way that I say auction, cause I'm from England. I don't say auction. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yep. but, um, yeah, like the, the whole auction process and, um, you know, uh, so it, back then it was just like, you know, we used to buy cheaply and, and sell on and make a huge profit from these things. And that's when we came to the idea that we would actually start a high-end jewellery business together. Mm. And that didn't end up proceeding because I ended up moving back from WA to Victoria. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she said, just go on without me. And so, um, yeah, that's that's when I, you know, began, you know, I thought maybe I better set up my own eBay account instead of using hers all the time um, and set up my own eBay account and, and moved on to selling at first high-end jewelry. Mm. Um, the different types of ways that you can sell on eBay. Mm. I wouldn't say they're infinite, but there's a lot of different ways, but that, that was the first way that I started with. That's kind of like arbitrage. So exactly using yeah. the auction system and some bunnies that didn't really know what they were doing to buy cheaply from them and then using your experience and expertise to be able to list those products, well, get a better auction price for those products, I assume, based on the fact that you'd optimise the listing so well. Yeah, back back in those days, definitely. And and look, it wasn't it wasn't only just um, sellers on eBay. I mean, later on, um, like I moved into a lot of different coffee products. I used to <laughs> I used to go out and um, many many moons ago, buy the oldies coffee machine, mm-hmm. and then sell that on at a profit on eBay for those people out in the country that didn't have an oldies. It's that. So that's kind of like, is that retail arbitrage? So you go into a retail store and buy one and then list it on eBay? Yeah, that's right. Um, look, there's there's a lot of people that are doing that kind of thing on, on eBay now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very competitive market with um, all of your oldies, Kmarts, Costcos, all those kinds of things. Very competitive market. So yeah. I, I don't bother with any of that anymore. But um, yeah, like it was, it was definitely a very good business. That every now and then, I'd get <laughs> sorry business model. Let me yes. finish that one off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it just reminded me every now and then I get an email from a customer and go, "How come you're selling this more from for than what 
it's being sold at oldies. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why, why are you wasting time getting in touch with me about this? <laughs> um, what about dropshipping? Is it, do many people dropship on eBay? Um, dropshipping is uh, also a very, very competitive market. Mm. Um, dropshipping is something that I've also done. I think I've tried every single form of different um, uh, eBay business model that you can find. Mm. Um, it, it was really good in the older days, um, being able to dropship. Um, it's then um, when you, you know, you had more of the, the Chinese market that people could get from, like with the Alibabas. Mm. Um, it was uh, easier to then find the lower cost products. Um, and look, there's there's a lot of uh, wholesalers uh, within Australia now who offer drop shipping. Mm. Um, drop shipping, you just have to. I think the one thing you have to be careful of is that uh, whatever drop shipper you go to, um, find out from them how long it will be before they ship their product. Right. So that's the handling time, I guess, from the time exactly. you send the order through to them to the time that they actually you know, get on and ship the product to your customer. That's correct. Because as far as the customer is concerned, they've seen it, they've bought it, they want it now. And yes. if the drop shipper isn't going to be sending it out for another five days, then that is that leaves you yeah. open to a very high risk of receiving bad feedback, um, having an unsatisfied customer. And at the end of the day, the first thing you want is to satisfy your customer. Mm, I totally agree with that. And so does eBay boot sellers off the marketplace like Amazon does often? Well, I don't know how to Amazon do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're... <laughs> Your metrics are, are really poor and we are going to talk about the differences. It's going to be Amazon versus eBay today. But um... <laughs> Is that how it is? <laughs> and I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh, no way. We have mortal enemies. No, just kidding. But, um, but I was just going to say that Amazon's got, uh, look, their rules and regulations are you know incredible and they are very protective of their customers. So even though we sell as third-party sellers on the Amazon marketplace, the customers always belong to Amazon. So we have to follow the rules and, you know, any small infraction of those rules can definitely have us thrown off quite, you know, for not much reason. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering what the, yeah, what the limits might be. How far can you push the friendship with eBay? <laughs> hey, you know what? Like there's, there's always limits um, and there's always ways to push those limits. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it's not really about pushing limits. If you are a seller that is worth your salt, mm. then you will be the one who is um, uh, most interested in keeping your customer happy. Like, yes, eBay have a number of rules and regulations that you need to abide by, and they do that because they are buyer centric they are just completely focused on keeping the buyer happy because they've spent a lot of money bringing that buyer to ebay be it that there's you know a million and one different sellers they've spent the money bringing that buyer there so they want to make sure that the seller is the person who is keeping that buyer happy and um of course with 
every single marketplace that there is, there are going to be sellers who mm. are new to it, who, um, you know, can make mistakes. And so therefore eBay, and I'm, I'm assuming Amazon as well, need to put policies in place in order to make sure that that customer is looked after. Yeah, I think, I mean, it sounds as though both platforms have got very, very similar um, aims in terms of customer satisfaction. So, yeah, that'll make sense. All right. Um, the one thing actually that I quite like about eBay from a seller's perspective is that you get to rate the people that buy from you as they can rate you, whereas on Amazon, it's all it's a one-way street. <laughs> we can't we're not able to rate the the actual customers at all uh, in any way, shape or form. So I think that's one, one okay, solid thing there right. with eBay. Well, let me just clear something up there. I noticed that you said you can't rate your seller. In, on eBay, mm -hmm. uh, you've just said that you can rate your seller. Yes, you can rate the seller. You can rate the buyer. Mm. Okay. So um, sellers can um, leave only positive feedback for a buyer. Oh. Whereas a buyer can leave positive, negative or neutral feedback for a seller. Really? That's Exactly. There you go. I didn't know yes, that. Yes, that is the case. However, like sellers do have the opportunity to um, uh, question the feedback or they can reply to the feedback. You know, like uh, I was working with a client the other day and um, I know for a fact that they sent their item out on the Monday and that like it was from WA to Queensland um, and that very same day the buyer left neutral feedback for the seller saying rubbish and they'd only bought it on the weekend right. so there's no way that like one they either had the product or could even rate the seller in any way whatsoever so um, you know you, you yeah. can put in a query with eBay but at the same time you can leave some sort of reply just to say hey bought on this date, sent on this date, feedback sent like, on the same date it was sent. So, you know, and, and, and other buyers, if they want to take a look at feedback for a seller, then um, they can read that, you know, because obviously mm. you're only going to look at the neutrals and the negatives. You're not really <laughs> going to look at the positives. Nope. Um, and so therefore they can read that and just go, hey, that one was obviously unfair. And hopefully yeah. in their own minds they will get that. Mm. Um, I think the main thing between eBay and Amazon is Amazon are only left with uh, reviews and that's on products. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's correct. There is seller feedback though. Like yeah. we do get rated as um, sellers too. So there's two sort of forms of feedback. There's product reviews and seller reviews too. Oh really? Okay. Mm -hmm. I've, I've only bought um, uh, a few things off of Amazon and I haven't seen, not that I've really gone looking for it, but I haven't seen a gateway to rate yeah. any particular sellers yeah it's really um it's quite hard to find you really got to dig around for it so uh but typically amazon should and usually does follow up with customers who have bought from a third-party seller asking them for feedback about their experience and it's usually to do with seller feedback so how was your experience with this particular seller and during the transaction so you know if, obviously if the customer doesn't get like their product or uh, there's some other issue you might have been rude to them or something then they'll, they'll negatively review you but um yeah we don't get a chance to actually review back at all mm. yeah all right oh, okay. so all right well you know that ebay also do product reviews they do yeah i started noticing those 
Yeah. yeah. So you can review products. And so therefore, when um, a buyer comes in, they're searching for a particular product, um, that product shows up. And look, uh, there was something that you, you asked about before where, you know, you get a, a number of different results come up and only some sellers have the reviews and, and other sellers don't. Mm. It's probably simply because uh, that seller has sold some of the items and the reviews have actually come through from that seller. But I just don't want, um, especially with Amazon being in a market now, for customers to uh, then start leading, leaving bad reviews for products if they've had a bad seller. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the, that's the, I guess the cross pollination, <laughs> it happens all the time. Uh, I guess with Amazon though, in terms of reviews, you can, if, if a seller leaves a negative product review, sorry, let me take that back. I'll start that question, that, that statement again. If a buyer leaves a product review um, as, as seller feedback, as negative seller feedback, you can have that removed. Amazon will quickly remove that review against you, you as a seller, because they've reviewed a product, not your performance as a seller. Um, but okay. it, it doesn't work the other way around. If someone leaves a product review and it's about your, your performance as a seller, then that's going to stay. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, All right. Well, you know what, these mistakes are always going to be made, especially when yeah. not every single buyer knows no, how the right. system goes. Mm. All right. Well, let's talk about the differences in, I mean, we've already started, but the differences between eBay and Amazon. <laughs> Let's just start on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start there. So, look, eBay's still massive, right? It's. Do you think Amazon is making? Is that, wow, you sound surprised. Well, <laughs> it was obviously the incumbent. It's been here for a long time, and Amazon's really only just sort of got started in the last few years. But do you think Amazon's making any inroads into eBay's little world or, or big world? Hell no. No, no. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think's Look, going on? I, I don't think that they're actually making inroads into eBay's world. They're just making inroads into their own world. Um, and having bought from eBay, obviously, mm-hmm. I buy from Amazon, I buy from Catch, like I, I buy from a number of the different marketplaces along with other websites on the net. Mm. Amazon is... Amazon is like, have you, have you bought on eBay and Amazon and catch? Have you like judged the differences for yourself on what it's like as a buyer? Well, yeah, I have. Uh, I haven't actually bought from catch. I don't think ever. I think my wife might've, but um, certainly with Amazon, the delivery is a lot more reliable usually because the product is coming from an Amazon warehouse. So they've kind of got the logistics locked down. Whereas when it comes to eBay, the delivery is you know it's usually merchant fulfilled it's by the seller so uh, that can be a little patchy sometimes so i think there's that and then the customer service through amazon is okay i actually think that a lot of the merchants on ebay have much better customer service uh so look okay um so my my question back to you was okay listening to your experiences from the different sites Mm -hmm. and how you had had, um, you know, better customer service from the merchants on eBay, but you know, the, the dispatch time or like getting Mm -hmm. the product at the end of the day was um, less than what Amazon was. Do Amazon deal with all the customer inquiries like Amazon deals with those or Mm. so that like, so with eBay, you have each individual merchant who deals with those. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, we ah, can, that's a massive difference. Yeah, we can, we can try and talk to the customer through 
uh, you know, Seller Central, which is, I guess, you know, the same as logging into uh, eBay as a seller, but um, it's similar. Uh, and we can try, but often the uh, the buyer or the Amazon customer has opted out of receiving any communications from us. So there's only a handful of really, um, I guess, quite serious reasons that we, we might need to contact a buyer. Um, the main one that we are allowed to talk to an Amazon customer is about delivery and, you know, perhaps there's a delay in the delivery, particularly if we're merchant fulfilling a product instead of using FBA. Ah, okay. Um, occasionally customers will contact the seller directly, us third-party sellers, uh, but that's quite rare. So the customer service is actually very, you know, it's incredibly cut down, I guess, compared to say eBay. Uh, and that's one of the attractive things about using FBA or fulfillment by Amazon is that they kind of take care of all that and also all the returns as well. But I think it also, because Amazon handle all the returns and customer comes first, there's a much higher return rate through Amazon uh, than say, like we know on my website, like I've got about a 1% return rate, if that. Whereas on Amazon, it can, it can jump as high as 10% because it's just so easy particularly in the US. I don't think it's perhaps as bad here in Australia, but certainly in the US, people are just like, yeah. See, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of it comes around um, maybe the advertising that comes with it as well. Like I know that, um, see, I'm, I'm not on TV very much, but, you know, like I, I might um, just stream something on Channel 7 or 9 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that's when I notice the eBay adverts coming in. <laughs> And um, just as a personal preference, I do prefer the Amazon adverts to the eBay ones because I noticed at first eBay were doing, oh, everything's cheaper on eBay. And I'm like, no, no. Like you're you're cheapening your sellers. Mm. Your sellers have so much more to offer than just a cheaper price. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. Um, and then I think the, what was the advert, you know, like it was about eBay plus, and I know that was something that you wanted to ask about as well. I do, yes. Like there, there is um, uh, probably a well-known guy on there and he's like, oh, you know, eBay plus and, oh, this, this shirt, this color doesn't suit me and I'll, I'll send it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have change of mind um, returns and, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely fine as well. Um, but I, I just... I I think that what Amazon and probably eBay are now encouraging is that you you know like to do these returns and I know that in the retail marketplace the online retail marketplace mm-hmm. whether it be stores or whether it are online stores um the the returns you know, like there's a lot of people out there on Instagram who just want to, you know, buy something, keep the tags on, send it back. And so retailers have had to come up with a number of different and clever ways to make sure that the returns are actually for a valid reason. And I I just don't want um, our marketplaces, because Mm. I love eBay, you love Amazon, I just don't want them encouraging people to cheapen the marketplaces by using returns policies mm. how they shouldn't be used abusing them yeah does, does, yeah mm. does that make sense it sure does it's really annoying. I, I get passionate about these things and like start <laughs> rolling on <laughs> <laughs> all right so amazon obviously we spoke about fba does ebay have any kind of fulfillment system at all for merchants eBay don't currently have their own fulfillment system, but they do have 
uh, a partnership with um, like Fulfillio, mm-hmm. which is a third party um, market, like a 3PL. Yeah. Um, that uh, can, you know, if, if uh, a big enough seller wants to send their items to Fulfillio, then that gets um, sent out for you. So, you know, it's, it's really the same thing, but yeah. like they just do it through um, a third party logistics company rather than straight through themselves like Amazon do. Because what, what's Amazon in Australia doing at the moment? They've got their own plus, they've actually got merchant selling, send, sending stuff out, have they? And they but do. that doesn't happen in America or? Oh, it's pretty much the same model is rolled out across all the marketplaces that Amazon has globally. Um, so they do that in America as well? Yeah. Well, so in America, they've got, uh, oh gosh, it must be 30 to 50, maybe even more fulfillment centers all dotted in every single state. In some states, they've got more than one and they're enormous, obviously. Mm. And so they're receiving inventory and moving a lot of inventory around between their fulfillment warehouses too, so that they can move products closer to where the customers are actually buying from but you can also if you want to you can you can fulfill products on amazon yourself you don't need to use amazon's fulfillment service because it costs money to use it but that sort of has other (laughs) complications for you as a seller because then you know amazon's ranking algorithm in other words your product won't get anywhere near as much visibility typically if you're not using amazon's you know fulfillment service because that's where Amazon makes a little bit more money out of you. Mm. Yeah. So there's all of that. And then here in Australia, uh, look, we've got two currently. So there's one on obviously in Melbourne, which was the first. And then there's one in Sydney and they just announced uh, a couple of days ago, actually, someone mentioned in my group, Chris, Oh, thank you for this. Um, uh, told, told us that, uh, uh, that they're uh, they're building a new fulfillment warehouse uh, up in Brisbane. So Amazon's definitely not going away. They're continually investing, and I believe they've got another one being built at the moment in Perth as well. So they've pretty much got Australia covered soon. Um, in terms now you of- said before, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon's not going away. I believe was there some doubt around that? Like <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, competition is great. of course you you know you would like to be the only seller of something and and whatever but it's great for the consumer so like has there been a lot of doubt around that if amazon would stay in australia i don't think there's been any doubt that it was going to go away but it hasn't been firing the way that most people had hoped you know obviously we we all had great expectations when they announced that they were coming and then there's a bit of a letdown to be honest when they open the doors here and then uh but you know things have sort of slowly been it's been a very slow and steady race or journey for amazon they haven't really set the world on fire i don't think um and they've got a bit of a chicken and egg issue i believe in that Hmm. a lot of sellers are reluctant to join the platform because there aren't that many customers and i think customers are reluctant to join the platform because the variety of products for sale is nowhere near as big on amazon in australia for example as it as it is on ebay so there's that and then so i guess the way that amazon's been trying to get the buyers on board or the customers to to join amazon prime and and get that free shipping and everything else that comes with amazon prime is to take a lot of the products that they have uh, in the united states and other marketplaces and offer them for sale here 
uh, and then just sort of use FedEx or whatever they do to, to express them. extra shipment time. <laughs> exactly. Well, it does take a few more <laughs> Which, days. Which, you know, but... at the moment is the norm, so they should yeah. be doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think so. So, uh, you know, and I mean, we haven't really spoken about fees or difference in fees, but certainly I think one of the other things that puts sellers off for Amazon Australia is the fact that, uh, you know, it's like $49 a month plus GST to be able to sell on Amazon as a professional. That is a lot, but... I was reading a post the other day mm-hmm. and you do seem to get quite a bit out of that. Can you expand? Uh, on your $49 seller fee? Well, you do because you get access then to be able to advertise on Amazon uh, in Australia. Um, mm. Whereas if you're an individual plan, uh, you can't do that. Anyway, so, but you just, you get a lot more goodies for your money. Uh, but yeah, again, you know, a, a lot of people are sort of get, have given Amazon Australia a bit of a try. You know, they've got a bit tired of forking out 50 bucks a month or whatever it is and then really not getting that many you know what i actually applied to amazon when they first came to australia and i've never heard anything back so i just didn't bother wow okay um maybe give it another try so it's a little little button that says sell (laughs) doesn't worry me i'm doing okay you're doing great Now, I wanted to ask you about eBay Plus. Like, what's the deal with that? Because actually, when I first saw it announced, I thought it was, oh, does that mean that eBay is kind of going head-to-head with a fulfillment service or something? But it doesn't seem to be that. No, 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 no. Um, It's got nothing to do with a fulfillment service. Um, eBay Plus is just, uh, I guess it's, do you know, at the end of the day, it's a badge. And um... (laughs) (laughs) A big green badge. (laughs) Big green patch. Nice one. Okay. All right. So, um, with the eBay Plus, um, there are a number of rules that you need to adhere to. And I I wouldn't say adhere to because um, I know that uh, a lot of sellers that fall within the criteria, and Mm -hmm. I'll say it's just a criteria, um, have suddenly come up and, and popped up their heads and gone, um, why, why have I got an eBay plus badge on my listings? Because then, you know, <clears throat> as you say, like with eBay, like, uh, it's a very unique marketplace in that there are merchants like you and me, mm. uh, dealing with the customers rather than, um, having an in-between. Mm. And so therefore, Sometimes the sellers, the merchants, aren't uh, completely aware of uh, the um, eBay Plus things that that eBay do. Mm -hmm. Sorry, another frog. It's okay. And so, therefore, that's when they, you know, like, that's when they come up with the the questions to us, like, uh, on the Facebook group, Mm -hmm. uh, um, where they just aren't sure how come all of a sudden they're an eBay plus seller. seller. Yeah. Um, and, and that's fine. But, but all it is is that eBay have just put in certain criteria and mm-hmm. that criteria is, you know, like just based around that you're sort of either running or going to some sort of metro area. And I would say I'm in Geelong. Mm-hmm. Um, not Melbourne, but I would still be considered a metro area because it's it's not Alice Springs. Right. Okay. So um, there are other criteria as mm-hmm. well. Um, let me just have a look at my list. 
Yeah, I think there's some information on eBay's website or you can just yeah, Google look, eBay. There's, eBay Plus, there's yeah. information on the website, but basically yeah. what it comes down to is that like, you know, you're sort of in a metro type area mm-hmm. um, that you're offering naught to one day um, dispatch. And that yeah. isn't postage. Don't, don't mix no. dispatch with, with postage. delivery times. Yeah. So handling time is generally dispatch time and mm-hmm. that could be sent out the same day or the next business day. So right. if you buy on a Friday after five o'clock, that next day isn't going to be until Monday. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, then you also need to make sure that it's got tracking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as long as it's got tracking and you need to make sure that you offer um, express post. So that express post doesn't need to be free. Like, you know, maybe mm. the consumer needs to pay an extra $8 or something like that for the express post item. Mm-hmm. However, eBay aren't silly and if you want to charge an extra $20 for the express post item, like I, I just did a little test on eBay myself. And like, you know, I put a, you know, a higher price on it just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. And it was actually an error message that came up and went, bum, bum, don't think you can get away with this. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, nice try. All right. So they're all so, over that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. they are all over it. But like, you know, you've got the express post option where people might want to get the faster, the tracking, the, like the, the handling, um, you know, as long as it's within some sort of metro area. Sure. Then all of a sudden, um, oh, and it has to be a certain weight as well. So like, you know, you can't, it it can't be a really bulky, heavy desk or something as opposed to, you know, um, a bottle of water. I don't know if people sell a bottle of waters, but, (laughs) 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 but, um, yeah, so, and, and that's the deal. Now I know that eBay at the moment is, um, they, they, you know, like with the whole situation that we're in at the moment, um, they wanted people to be getting their parcels faster and, and maybe they had some communication with Australia Post that ex- express posts were actually getting through faster. And, and so they were actually paying $4 towards the express post option on the eBay Plus items. Right, right, okay. Uh, and that didn't cost sellers anything. Well, that's nice. Oh, gosh, I wish Amazon do that for us. But anyway... Uh, and then for customers, though, kind of like Prime members here in Australia, I think they pay about $70 a year. But eBay Plus for eBay members is quite a lot cheaper, isn't it? It's about like yeah, 40, 49 49 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Probably a bit sure. of GST in there as well. $49 a month. All right. Yeah. Uh, a year. <laughs> no, I th- a year. A year. Yeah, did I yeah. say a month? <laughs> I think you did. But that's all right. Don't worry. I'll do that, I'll do that sort of stuff. I didn't mean time. a month. I was like, <laughs> I still had your month like echoing around in my head. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, what else have we got that's different? So we've got, obviously, um, eBay's got auctions and Amazon doesn't. So now the other thing, that um, when I try and explain the difference between eBay and Amazon to either clients or people that are getting involved, you'll often see on eBay the same product listed again and again and again from just from different sellers. And you kind of got to scan down through all the lists, the list of all the same product and look at the prices and I don't know, whatever else. On, it, on Amazon, there in, in theory, it doesn't always work this way, but there is only one product. And we as sellers, if we want to sell that product, we have to create an offer around that product and get into the mix and then fight for what's called the buy box, which is the add to cart button. Uh, so if your offer is not competitive against that product compared to other sellers, so uh, you're not 
in competitive there, in terms like, of price sorry or... sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um sorry to interrupt you because i have a question that comes to mind and like my question is so much more important than what you were already talking about I'm <laughs> no, so before sorry. you forget it <laughs> before you forget the question it's important to jump in go is there a way on amazon like when you're looking for something that you can drill down and find the item that you're looking for so okay so if you enter in queen bed fitted sheets for example and like you know i know for a fact that if i search for that on ebay there's about twenty-three thousand listings that come up That's so great. is there a way like if i if i put that into amazon mm-hmm. is there a way for me to drill down and find much fewer listings that i need to scroll through so amazon there's a couple of different ways uh one is by refining the search term. So let's say that you wanted satin sheets instead of cotton ones or something like that. And then you can kind of start to get a lot longer tail with this. With, how with do you keyword. refine it? Is that through something like, say on eBay, so, there's item specifics. Yes. So when, you, when you've got the 23,000 listings yes. on the left-hand side, there's something called item specifics. And I can go, okay, I want cotton. Yes. Like I, I want a color red. I want yep. this, I want that, and you can drill down. It doesn't really work that way on Amazon much. There are some categories where it does work a little bit like that, where the filters, I guess, you know, these item specifics are available, but it tends to be more around, I just want to, you, know, you can kind of filter by all the products that are rated five stars or four, four stars and above, um, whether they're Amazon Prime eligible or not. And then I think there's some pricing filters as well, but there's typically not, much around god i'd have to you've got me again um to dive dive in i've never i've never actually looked for fitted cotton sheets for <laughs> on amazon so i'm not sure but there are some filters but it's uh, you know i can tell you for a fact that it's nowhere near as advanced as say what ebay's filtering system is and those item specific filters they are brilliant um you know just the ability to be able to be able to look at the close the listings that have closed or you know products that have sold you know just can be useful for product research which i guess we'll talk about at some oh, point oh yeah yeah so <laughs> I mean, like i mean we could go into that today too there's so much that we could go into like i, I think know. we're just we're, gonna have to do another interview because we're gonna do a two-part um, <laughs> we're gonna do a two-part definitely this is just too because, big we've yeah, bitten off absolutely. more than we can chew absolutely <laughs> So good job. We're friends. Oh yeah. Look, I've, I've had a couple of two-parters before. I did one with Tim Jordan last year where we had a couple of weeks together and um, yeah, that was really fun. So uh, yeah, look, let's get, let's get you back. But um, I'm just having a quick look through the other questions in. Oh, can you talk to me about eBay stores? How do you get a store? Do you have to buy a store or pay for one or do they just, <laughs> how do they work? Yeah. Yeah. They have a for sale sign. It's like this and you just go, <laughs> bye. <laughs> all right. No, seriously. Like, how, how, do you apply okay, for a store? All right. So listen, you can, you can hop on eBay as mm. somebody who's never, ever been on eBay before. Um, and you have a product for sale. Hey, you've got some Doc Martens. So you've got some Doc, Doc Martens that you want to sell. Yeah. This is what I love about eBay is that Doc Martens, obviously a brand name, obviously going to be popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you could list them for sale um, and they will sell. And um, the thing is with that is you don't have to put a buy it now price on that. You can put it up for auction. So uh-huh. then people will pay only what they want to pay for <laughs> it. Mm. And so you might put a buy it now price on of like, oh, 
I don't think these Doc Martens are worth very much. Like they look pretty crap to me. Yes. But as long as you've taken the right photos and you've got the right uh, keywords mm-hmm. in your item title, you will show up. Oftentimes, um, auctions will sell up. Uh, will will show up in eBay search above um, other oh, buy it now items. That's interesting. So therefore, um, you know, you you can put it in, um, and you go. If you put it in for buy it now, and you thought they're only worth twenty dollars, you only get twenty dollars for it. Yeah. But they might be worth more than twenty dollars for somebody else. You've hardly worn them. They look brand new. Mm. You don't know what they're worth. You put them up for auction and you start them off at some silly price like, you know, $1.99. It's going to catch people's attention. Yeah. And so, therefore, you're going to get a lot of interested people going, huh, like, oh, I want those Doc Martens. Do you know what? I don't think this seller actually knows that those Doc Martens are actually worth something. Mm. They're worth a lot more than, you know, like they so you, you then catch the attention of lots of sellers that then bid against each other and those Doc Martens might end up selling for 200. Yeah. So you've shot yourself in the foot if you did a buy it now, 20 bucks, not really understanding the value of what it was. Exactly. Yeah, um, and so, you know, I, I always suggest to people like, you know, if you don't understand the value of something that, you know, and there's still a lot of eBay sellers that go around to flea markets, around mm-hmm. to garage sales, around everywhere and, you know, to secondhand stores, to, um, you know, the salvos, yeah. anything like that. Not that the salvos are very cheap these days, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. There is a, a lot of value in, in what can be sold. Um, and so, therefore, auction process works. Everything works. And, and that's the thing that I love about eBay is that people can still be individuals and sell on eBay, whether as a professional seller or as somebody who's very new to the site. So, mm. therefore, I think your original question was, you know, about oh, a, I need store. a store. Sorry. Yeah. I, I do, that's right. We got that. <laughs> I do kind of get <laughs> sidetracked a little bit. That's but awesome. that seller might just go, you know what? I just sold those for 200. I thought they were worth 20. Maybe there's something in this. And I know where to get more of those. I know that if I can go around the op shops, I, got, like, I saw heaps of pairs down at the op shop. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, um, if they then want to make a business out of it, um, then it might well be worth them getting an eBay store and there's three levels to an eBay store where you've got basic featured um, and then you've got an anchor store. Now an anchor store is like probably for a retailer that has many, many thousands of SKUs um, and a SKU is like every single item. Yeah. Like and uh, every variation and color and every, size and exactly. all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, and so therefore um, maybe they only want a basic store, maybe, you know, but in a basic store, you can list up to 600 items for free every single month. Whereas without a store, as somebody that doesn't have a store, not a professional seller, you can sell, like you can list up to 40 items per month for free. Then the only cost to you is a final value fee. And at the basic, like I wouldn't say basic, not the basic store fee, but like as a seller that doesn't have store at all you're only looking at around about 10 percent in in fees on final value fees and i think that that is bloody fantastic and that's probably another reason uh, katrina that a lot of people don't want to sell on amazon because amazon's fees are 15 percent in most categories not all uh and we have to pay this 49 dollars a month 
in order to be able to sell on Amazon Australia. And what you're saying is, is that it can be free to sell on eBay and it's only 10%. Then it's only 10%. Mm. Whereas a basic store, um, you can have up to 600 free listings. Mm -hmm. It's $24.95 a month. This is where most of my clients come in because most of my clients, I I deal with a, you know, smaller, like, yeah, like just, just those smaller clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like the final value fees, the percentage is slightly less than if you don't have a store at all. And I won't go into all of the prices yeah. and all yeah. of the percentages because there is a lot because it depends on what category you sell in, like you know, yeah. what, what sort is. of seller you are, what yeah. store you have and everything like that. But you, you can find all of that information on the eBay website. That's massively more competitive than Amazon right now. Because I mean, Amazon is trying to offer like the first three months as a seller for free, so you, you don't have to pay the you know one hundred and fifty dollars or fifty dollars a month. eBay have that at the moment. Yeah, so like, they're matching I'll, it. Yeah. I won't go into too much mm. detail because this is probably an evergreen webinar. Yeah. But yes. at the moment, especially with the situation that we're in at the moment, and for your viewers, it's the COVID situation. Mm. Um, eBay have basically given stores for free for three months, like you know, like just. Yeah. Get sellers on board because they like me my my passion is bricks and mortar retailers they want to see those retailers find another avenue to sell their goods in without having to close down yeah yeah that's a an, an excellent um point yeah uh one last question i was going to ask you was just around because there's lots of other topics and we will come back to them know, in another episode we oh, you are dying. yeah we're gonna go part two don't you worry but uh, advertising so amazon's got quite a sophisticated advertising platform now particularly in the us and it's growing out in other marketplaces including australia i think i've seen some ads on ebay um yes you can um and okay. actually as a seller um, you can go in and like, as you're selling your product, you know, like putting all the information in that you need to put in, Yeah. you know, eBay, like, um, have the information there for you. So like, you know, you could do sponsored ads and it's like, this is trending. Um, you know, like, even when you're listing your product, right. right? Listing your product for sale, yeah. like there'll be a, this product is trending at this price at the moment. Right. And you go, Oh. I was going to do it for $15 more than that. But if it's trending for this price, then I need to reevaluate that. Yep. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Um, then it's also like, you know, if you go through to the sponsored ads, like, you know, say like, well, the sponsored ad is trending at this much percent at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so you go, oh, okay. So with a sponsored ad, like, do I want to pay like, um, you know, 5% of what I'm getting to eBay, like, you know, and da, 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 like, will that work out in my costs? And I always um, advise somebody to put an Excel spreadsheet together or something so that yeah. they can work this stuff out. And, mm. you know, yes, there are lost leaders that you may want to do for a certain period of time. And there's so many more like tips and tricks that I'd love to get into. Mm-hmm. In part two or part three. Let's <laughs> <laughs> the eBay show. But for the time being, like, it's like, um, well, uh, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's trending at this. So, yes, you can do sponsored ad. And you will also get an indication, an idea of, like, what you need to spend to do that. 
Yeah. Okay. That's, that's really good. Whereas Amazon just does not offer anything like that in terms of, you know, trending. The only thing that Amazon does offer to you is this sort of uh, an approximate bid price that they would recommend that you set your bids to your cost per click bids. So for example, if you're going to sell like, um, I'm just trying to think of something like the doc. Martin that's Boots. almost like Google. It is. It's like pretty, very AdWords. similar to Google. It is. It's exactly the same. I'm <laughs> sure that Amazon has hired a whole bunch of Google AdWords engineers to, come and work for to settle well, this I'm up. I'm glad that eBay hasn't done that. Jeez. Yeah. But it does give you visibility uh, on your products on Amazon to advertise there. That's and, correct. And I mean, like eyeballs, when you do a search in eBay, I'm sure that like, you know, say whatever you're looking for, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like the first ad that comes up, it will say sponsored ad. Yeah, that's right. That's not to say that that does not mean on eBay that this seller is new. They don't know what they're doing. And so they've paid a lot of money to be at the top. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that at all. That just means that that particular seller mm-hmm. has decided that they're going to pay a little bit of money on advertising, like maybe 5% of whatever they're selling on advertising to make sure that they appear before the next just um, yeah. generic. Yeah. Seller. The listings. Yeah. The, the organic yeah. listings. Yeah. Yeah. And you might notice like you go down three or four and there'll be another sponsored. Yeah. Thing. Like, so there might be generic ones in between. Mm. Like it's, it, you know, they kind it, of it immerse just depends. Them. So yeah, you, you can't take heart in the, you know, the person with more money is going to win because it's actually the smarter person that wins. Got it. We've been going for a while. I better. We have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You probably I need do to get carried away. I get no, very I passionate. It. I love it. But that's why we're going to come back for part two in the next, oh gosh, hopefully the next month or so. Um, <laughs> listen, thank you, Kat, so much for coming on the show. Uh, how do we get in touch with you? Um, okay. You can always go to my website, which mm-hmm. is rebootretail.com.au. Or you can find me on Facebook at Reboot Retail with Katrina Kale. Um, or I've just got Katrina Kale um, on the site as well. Or obviously my own personal Facebook. Um, yes. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on Instagram too. I don't do an awful lot with that. Don't <laughs> just don't have enough hours in a day. Nope. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm very easy to contact as long as you get the spelling right. That's that's right, and it's Kale with a K. K I K A I L K A I L. You got it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's Katrina not Kale. like I am the superfood. My dad taught me about superfoods all like when I was growing up. It was like kale. We're a superfood, but it's not <laughs> spelled the same way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's slightly different. Not the K A L E. Yeah. Anyway, so but listen, thank you. I'm very very thankful that you've spent uh, a good hour or so with us today with me, and really really Ooh. interesting. It's been a great great chat. I can't wait to get into a little bit more detail with you about I don't know listing optimization and other stuff that we can hop into next time. <laughs> product research, so much <laughs> tools. Let's talk about tools and product research and listing optimization, and I'll, I'll think of a bunch of other stuff to ask you. Absolutely wonderful. All right, I thanks again for coming on the show. To it. And, and thank you so much for inviting me to the show. I love love having this uh debate like not ebay versus amazon but what are the differences so there's there's no versus here it's just what can we do to help our sellers pros and cons yes good all right let's wrap it (laughs) and i'll talk to you soon thanks again thank you (laughs) 
Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening. 